0: Hello and welcome back to episode 43 of Untuck Shorts. I'm your host, Felix Vogel, and this is my podcasty, aka my dad, Mark Vogel. Hey,
1: everybody. It's great to be here once again.
0: We would like to welcome Nikhil and Porab, longtime Warriors fans.
1: You guys are uh, friends of the pod. You've listened for a while. Tell us, do you listen to. Every Warriors podcast or just us?
2: Uh, we like to listen to this podcast, but we also listen to Warriors Plus Mines,
1: mm-hmm. All 82. This is the best one,
2: though. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay, <laughs> well, thank you. We listened to this podcast a few hours after it dropped last time. We have.
0: Oh, nice. amazing. Long-time listeners. Well, Felix, we have, we have a lot
1: to talk about with Poor Ab and Nikhil. We're going to talk about the recent games, games upcoming, um, but just to get a sense of how... Deep, your love is for the Golden State Warriors. We thought we'd maybe just ask you some questions. I mean, Nikhil, you were born here in San Francisco, is that right? Uh, yeah. So you're a Warriors fan for life?
2: Yeah, I kind of started being a Warriors fan. Like, I was kind of on the Warriors bandwagon in 2015.
1: Do you, Warriors bandwagon. do you remember, like, a first highlight? Like, a, either going to a game or watching something that was just like...
2: I think my first memory that I have of the Warriors was probably losing 2016 finals in Game 7. <sighs>
1: Crushing, oh. crushing! I remember that
0: after the seventy-three and nine season, we were just kind of out of gas, and
1: yeah, f- that
0: was a that was a hard one.
1: And poor Ab, you are a native Utican. Do you, do you call people from Utica a native Utican?
3: Utican, uh, New Hartfordian. If we're going to be a little bit more Jededian in San Francisco, but yes, I was born there, but I've actually lived in San Francisco more than I've lived anywhere
1: else. Huh. And when you first moved here, what? What was the state of play for the Golden State Warriors at the time? I'm guessing this is pre-Curry, pre-the yes. Golden Age.
3: Uh, 2002, so we're talking... Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. uh, rough times, good crowds, cheap seats, super fun games to go to, uh, but no, it, it was not pretty. I mean, we're talking Corey Maggetti, get a oh. bucket, get you free throws. Yep. And then, of course, there was the believe year.
1: Okay, but now we're in the, in the present, and we should probably get into it. Felix, what, uh, what do we want to talk about first?
0: Well, you know, I would actually just like to start as a classic beginning, reviewing our last five games. Now, just for you, uh, those of you who do not know, we won against the Grizzlies, lost in Toronto, won in OKC, lost against... Uh, the Wolves and loss in, against Denver. We
1: actually beat Toronto.
0: We beat Toronto?
1: Yeah, we're 3-2. Oh, I thought West. we got
0: blown out the other way. No, no, no. Wow.
1: We, we, we pre- you predicted 3-2, and two, and we ended up being 3-2. and two. I think this is
0: my first correct pred- prediction, so do you guys have any opinions on that overall five-game stand right there? Not five-game stand.
3: I mean, there's a reason you stuttered before you said and lost to the Wolves, because <laughs> that one went a real bad. Yeah. I thought we were, out, you know, do porno and then go to Denver, rest I and mean, schedule loss.
0: I mean, point guard Nas Reed there in the low post, yeah, he was I mean, putting on he the was handles. Just
2: destroying us. I mean, I think that our last five games are pretty much just our season. Like, we're just middling. We win some, like, against the Grizzlies. We're not really supposed to win that, and then we lose to the Wolves. Like. And yeah. here we are.
1: We're 26-26, and ex- kind of like where we started at the beginning of the season, right? We're like 0-0, mm-hmm. zero, zero, 500
0: I mean, on episode 42, the Deja Vu episode, you know, we were talking about how we couldn't string a win together, and, you know, we started off this with a 3-0 run that was not predicted by either of us.
1: Well, it was more than that. It was, we won three games, and then we won three quarters against the Timberwolves, and then it all (laughs) fell apart. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say it was the most annoying loss of the season, because the stolen game against Utah, where where Poole... I mean, Sadiq Bay's three-pointer against the... I mean, there have been a bunch of frustrating... But that really hurt. And um, I like your point, Nikhil, that it does feel like that's the season in a nutshell.
0: I mean, we have the greatest shooter of all time. We have a lot of veterans. I just, yeah, it's very disappointing to see these games fall apart right in front of us.
3: About 15 games into the season, uh, my son and associate guest podcastee turned to me and said, I'm getting playing vibes. So it's like a vibe thing, right? You Mm -hmm. can feel it. Yeah. And uh, that's what it feels like.
1: It feels like every game we play has that kind of play-in kind of tension, right? We the and wolves. I mean, because I
2: feel like, like, in this season, it feels like every single game, you don't know if we're going to win or lose, and we kind of need a win every game.
3: Yes.
0: Yeah. We need, yeah, we're playing, I mean, the West is so, we fell from the 5 seed to, what, the, the 10 seed in, like, a two-game stretch. Like, this West is so wacko, you can't tell, you have to play, like, every game's kind of the plan.
3: Which um, makes the regular season... Very interesting. Yeah, and filled with emotional pain and joy. Every other so this is what this not is a question I
1: though. wanted to ask the two of you because we have watched a couple of games with you, and um, I would characterize your uh, your your experience there as um, you are intense fans. You are not quiet, calm. Oh, okay, you there's. I'm not saying there's, like, remote controls being thrown at the screen or anything like that, but you guys get into it, so... We can
0: picture you guys at Oracle, you know, screaming, making Oracle, Roracle.
1: Is the fun and joy of watching the Warriors outweighing the frustration at the Warriors this season, or is it kind of like...
2: I mean, I feel like it's not really a joy to watch the Warriors, it's more like a need. (laughs) You you have to really... You have to watch the Warriors. You have to. It's an addiction. Yeah,
3: I don't know... You know, we were at the double overtime Hawks game, uh, and... Before the game, I didn't really want to go, because it's just like, ah, oh, you know, guys aren't playing again, it's going to be one of those games, it's just, I don't like the vibe, it's Monday, we have to work tomorrow, and uh, Nikhil said, no, let's go, let's go. And it was one of the most fun games I've ever been to.
1: It does feel a little bit like an addiction. It's hard not to watch, right? It's hard... <laughs>
2: Do you guys think that they have what it takes to win the cha- win the
0: title? Well, that's a pretty bald question, um, though we threw it to you, so I guess I do have to answer it. Um, I think, you know, I, I'm I very Warriors faithful, and though sometimes I can doubt our abilities, like, I did not predict that win in Memphis, but that's a win we shouldn't have gotten. So, you know, it was the statistically the right prediction. And I think... We play up against the better teams, and we play down against the worst. And when you're in the playoffs, there are only the better teams. Like, there's no teams to play down to, um, considering we get into the play-on, and every team it has a better record than us. Um, so I could definitely see ourselves getting there, but um, it's not like out of the picture.
1: I would agree. I would say that, you know, if you had asked me in the middle of last season... Like, February, just before the All-Star break last season, Draymond was injured. Um, I forget who was in a slump. Clay had just come back, and we were very cautious, and it was great that we started off the season with that 18-2 and two run. But I don't know that I would have predicted by the All-Star break last year that we would win the championship. But this team found a way to lock in when it mattered most. Maybe got a little bit of luck that the Mavericks took care of the Suns in the playoffs, who were scorching hot. So these yeah. things happen. And um, so I would I would say I would give them maybe like a one in three odd like I I, I think we can do it I really think we can do it I'm not one calling in, us the oh favorites yeah. but 100%. I would say yeah I'm I'm a believer I've seen this team like Felix said beat go into <laughs> overtime in Boston against Boston beat the Grizzlies twice um, our backup team beat the Cavaliers in Cleveland like. Curry and Clay have made me believers over the course of their I mean, career. I'm not going to give up on them now.
2: One theme that I've seen through these like improbable wins, like when we have backups against these really good teams, is you just have to make threes. Like It's just a make or miss league after yeah. it all.
3: And I think that that's, for me, the two issues that you have to hang your hat on and why our road record is so bad, is you've got to be able to get more possessions than the other team. Yeah. We can't rebound and we like to throw the ball to their team, ideally, in kind of pick three or pick I mean, two situations. And on top of that, the only thing you got to do is defend. Yeah. And we don't have point of attack or rim defense.
0: So we opened up, I believe, it was the Denver game. We had we were three hot. You know, we were going crazy and we ended up losing that game by 20 because we all just fell apart and we're not playing that consistently. Um, and these threes, though we have the two best shooting duo of all time, they can't carry us at, what, 35, Curry's starting 35, what, next week, or two weeks, uh, in the future, and I'm not saying they're getting old, because Curry's just entering, I mean, not just entering, but he's maintaining this prime MVP level, uh, style of play, but there was a play where Curry and Draymond, who think, who are almost like, i think, like, Twins, just Curry stopped before the half-court line, just threw it right out of bounds. I
2: mean, <sighs> like, we have good. We have a lot of good shooters. Like I think, I mean, if you looked it up, our effective field goal percentage, like, our shooting percentage, pretty good, but we lose the possession battle, like, almost every game. Like, that, I feel like that's what's... The accurate. turnovers,
1: yeah. the mental lapses, you know, we kind of live and die by Draymond and Curry and his team just kind of going for broke playing high risk, high reward. But you can't do that in the fourth quarter in tight games without getting burned more often than not, right? So that's really been uh, our Achilles heel. But I don't think it's unfixable. I think it is a focus thing, a fatigue thing. I looked it up the other day. Only four or five other players, in uh, really every night kind of players, who are active today have played more games than Steph Curry. Right. He's played 860 games. Like, Is he focused on a midweek game in Oklahoma or Toronto or wherever they are, Minnesota? He should be. He's paid $50 million a year to be, but they're just not.
0: As you know, we have a spice jar, spiciest play of the game. And I just want to jump it right on you right before we get into the big break. What do you think has been your spiciest play of the whole season? Best. And while you're thinking about
1: that, I'll just point out that the spice jar is located at the corner of 23rd and Bryan and is available for all of your spicy food needs.
0: Now I see you guys looking at each other. Are you guys thinking the same I thing?
2: I think this is a pretty easy one. Me and my dad are agreeing. It's got to be Looney's double overtime buzzer beater. Not this for the season. whole
0: season, but in the past five games, my spiciest play though we lost in um, Minnesota. Yep, Minnesota. Um, the curry turnaround fadeaway three... Just kind of reminds you, never gets old, he's a shooter, get your hands up. And, yeah, that was definitely my spiciest play of the game.
1: I think my my spiciest of the last week um, was, I think it was within the last week, was, uh, which was the game where... Uh, Jordan Poole mm. almost blew it, right? Mm-hmm. that was the, It was the Steph Curry got ejected because mm-hmm. yeah. he got so mad That at wasn't in the last week, though. Because Poole
0: Chucked up. What's that, this game? Had,
1: took a terrible shot with 12 seconds left on the shot clock. But then, at the buzzer, uh, he redeemed. also got a lick. like we would, we
0: would be talking about how Poole needs to go.
2: Oh. This, is, this is really random, but if I had to do spiciest play last week, probably that nice Nasri dunk. Oh, it, it was it was nice. The it was Blair amazing. It yeah. was. Oh. This is a disowned.
1: podcast. I actually have done three I- episodes without an opposing spice today. Edit this out. Edit this out. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think yeah. we should <laughs> be take it. We'll, we'll we see you guys break, right after the break. Process what just happened. <laughs> my mind is blown. All right. We'll see you after the break.
0: Hello and welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the wise words from Mr. Pickles and Bed Bath & Beyond.
1: I'm going to just point out that I made a mistake in episode 42 when we did the jersey trivia and I said Nate Thurmond had the NBA record for most rebounds in a game. I've heard, thanks to some commentary made offline by one of our dear podcast listeners who's right here in front of us, Nikhil, you are completely correct. Uh, 42 is not the record. Wilt Chamberlain and...
2: It just seemed really suspicious that Nate Thurman's number was 42, and that he would have 42 rebounds. That was also the. Right.
3: I got to meet Nate Thurman many times, and uh, really, and he rests in peace. Absolutely.
1: Okay, we're going to take a little digression here. It's not on the uh, a yeah. list of, of preordained questions here. How did you? What's your Nate Thurman relationship? Uh,
3: a friend of mine uh, actually knows him. Uh, Nate Thurman was a big foodie, and a friend uh, is an investor, or owner of multiple restaurant or restaurant buildings. And actually, we met before the 73-win season. I still have the card. Nate Thurman had glaucoma before he passed away as well, and he couldn't see well, so he wrote his prediction in very large numbers. Let's just say he was nowhere near 73, <laughs> and he used to do Warriors postgame back yeah. then. I yeah. I saw him in the elevator at Oracle, and I said, hey, Nate, your prediction. He goes, and he puts his hand to his <laughs> leg, <lead>, so shh, shh. <laughs> Don't talk about it. There's, there was a five, and then a number after that for our
1: win total. I wrote that
2: card set uh, on a shelf in our basement, which probably is soggy now. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay, we will have the home Whoa. repair portion of the podcast uh, coming up after the show, but with just a few minutes left in this episode, we're going to talk about the games ahead. Six games until the All-Star break. The Warriors are 26-26. It'd be awesome if we can go 6-0. and Let's go around and do some predictions. Now, What's I'm game? sure you
2: guys are
0: both very excited for the Dallas game tonight. Let's go. Um, in only two hours' time, I believe, tip-off is at 5.30, we play no Luka. Uh, Bad for anybody going to the game, good for the Warriors. A, due to a left heel injury.
3: Look nasty.
0: Um, yeah, doesn't seem that good. He's playing like an MVP, and without him, the Mavericks don't look very good. But this feels like one of those games, as we yeah, flash no, no, no. back to...
2: Mmm, the No.
3: We're not going
0: to take the L. We're not. It okay, 4ab calls like a Waddles win for
1: us. Happen. That brings us to the next two games. At home against OKC, and then up in Portland against the Trailblazers. What do you guys think?
3: All right. I don't like predictions just because I'm very superstitious, but I'm going to do it this, this time. So my dollar down is we're beating the Mavs tonight. We're beating OKC in a real nail-biter. Rose Garden's a tough place to play. Dame is playing great. We're losing that game at Portland. That's okay. Oh, God. i got to predict the Laker game going. well oh,
1: You can keep going. Keep oh, the, keep he's going, got keep a going. momentum.
3: Laker game, I'm, I'm predicting that it goes to overtime and we lose. LeBron has been well, on one. Well,
0: anything that goes to overtime, we're going to lose. Exactly. So, That's you know. <laughs> and <pretty much laughs> like does
3: LeBron
2: get the point record in that game? You
3: no, know, he'll have it. No, he'll that. have it in Milwaukee. Tuesday it's coming, I think. Maybe Milwaukee. OKC. One of the
1: two. No, he won't Finish this out, for AB, And then we've got the Wizards said, I mean, at home the and Wizards then the Clippers.
3: Or else I may lose, all hope. <laughs> and then I think we lose at the Clippers. Clippers are really, really good, and they play great defense, and Lou is an underrated coach.
0: They're but 24th in offense. So they're,
3: they're terrible at offense, yeah. but we're not that great either. So 4-2 into the break. I'll take it.
1: Four and that's two would we'll be, be would be a positive. Would be nice to be above five hundred. Couple games above five hundred. To you, Nikhil, what do you think? So
2: I'd say, I already said, win in Dallas, no Luca. You know, pretty. And Then OKC, not in. Th- oh yeah, sorry. OKC, maybe pretty tough. I'd say we lose that one close game. Another choke, probably like Minnesota, and then Portland. We're probably just gonna get beat. Like that's pretty. Like it could, it's definitely gonna happen. Lakers, I think that we take a win. You know, it's one of our strong games. Wiz- what a
1: relief! I was getting super depressed over here. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god! Yeah, I was like, "Are so ever going to win again?" Okay, in my head. All right, so we're going to beat the Lakers, uh-huh. All right, so I'll take it. The
2: Wizards, they—they're just really weird. There's just no way that they beat us. I, I say we gotta win that one, and then we probably Curry kind of dragged us to the
0: finish line yeah, in that I say, last.
2: I say we lose to the Clippers. I think Curry puts up a nice game against the Wizards.
0: We put in a three and three prediction there. All
1: right, so oh, not
0: exactly you know, as a defending champs, we could do better. And you know, I'm I'm feeling pretty bright right now, so I'm predicting a win in Dallas, like all of us again. Um, and OKC, we blew him out last time, right? Last time we met him. It was Just a, a week ago, yeah. It no, felt it like a, a blowout to us. Yeah. It felt like a blowout to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, we're, and I predict a win in OKC. And then Portland, Clay, Clay always plays well in Portland. So that's, that's definitely an upside. And, you know, since he's so streaky, I feel like Clay is going to have an up game. But that's actually my overtime loss right there. Um. Cool. I'm, yeah I know you're just clutching your heart as I say that so but it's two and one I'm, yeah right now I'm two and one and then the Lakers they're strong LeBron is gonna feel good after passing that record but I think his old manies will kick in if we lose to the wizards I'm going to cry I'm just gonna cry you
1: can't have that I'm just
0: gonna slowly cry myself to sleep um so hopefully we win but yeah and then we're gonna get blown out by uh, the clippers.
1: No wow. chance. No chance. Okay, no shot. so this is so very emotional for everybody here. I can just sort of tell, you know, the extremes. People are crying themselves to sleep, <laughs> biting their fingernails, um, a mixed bag. Four and
0: two is my prediction.
1: All right, you guys, come on. Let's have some hope here. None of these teams scare me. None of these teams uh, are, are really, like, surefire- no way we win this. I don't think there are any back-to-backs in here. Most of them are home games. It's getting real. Our guys know they have the all-star break coming up, so they want to uh, look good. So I'm going to say we're going to go 4-2 at the worst. Are we allowed to do error bars and
3: confidence intervals in our predictions?
1: Yeah, oh, confidence intervals. I was hoping this would come up. Uh, it took us, um, what is it, um, 17 minutes to get to the confidence interval portion. Um, yeah, you can hedge your bets. You can hedge your bets. So three three, four two.
3: I'm anywhere between two and four and five and one. <laughs>
2: I've got 0 oh, six to six and nine. Okay,
1: well, you guys uh, I've got um, I'd like to go to Vegas with you guys at I some point. Curry's I think like Curry's
0: gonna like... break the three point record again in um
1: Okay. Things are going games. off the rail rails here. <laughs> Um, All right, last thing because it has been so much fun having poor Evan Nikhil on the the show. Thank you so much for doing this with us. Before we leave, uh, I want to throw one question to you. What is your advice for Steve Kerr at this point in the season to get the Warriors where you want them to go?
3: We need to look at points in the paint this year versus last year. It's not how you get the points in the paint. It's just that you get them in the paint.
2: Our team right now isn't good enough to really get to the basket for good looks and what when we oh, what? when we when we went to the rim like pool I've seen him get blocked so much I try <laughs> I try to get Steph Curry a little more looks <laughs> just a little more like just? if he's if he's got to shoot maybe 30 shots a game score 45 a game Let
1: him. Hey we got four awesome. rings with that guy getting a lot of looks as no Now I just have one very
0: there. very quick question for Nikula and Nikula only. Who is better?
1: Thank you very much for listening <laughs> to episode 43 of Untucked Shorts. That's going to do it. We're out of time. Tune in next time. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Call me over Tim. Coffee? No, I'm going to mute that. Call me and, over Tim. And we're out.